Hello and welcome to Be a B2B Leader. I'm your host Felician and today my guest is Victor Igidola, the content lead and founder of Premium Content Shop, where they create content that shows subject matter expertise and thought leadership. In this episode, we will learn more about the idea of T-shaped content and how you can leverage internal subject matter experts to create content that your target audience actually wants to read. So, let's go! Hi, Victor. It's great to have you on the show. Hey, Felicia. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. So, Victor, you created this idea of T-shaped content. Can you tell me, a, a, yeah, tell me and the audience a little bit more about it? Okay. Um, T-shaped content is just a term that I like to use to describe the type of content that provides, you know, value to both the audience that is created for and the business that's creating the content right so it's it's nothing it's nothing really new it's um it it basically follows the goal of any content marketing effort right so whenever you're, you're creating the content right you're doing it to provide value you know, for an audience and you're doing it to also provide value for your business, right? And so that's just where I got the, you know, the idea for T-shaped content for one side of the T provides value, you know, for your business, the other side of the T provides value for, for the audience. So that's just the idea. Around that. Like, I think that's yeah. the thing with content marketing that we at one point forgot about that value that the audience really has to find that value in the content because we got obsessed yeah. with SEO, with yeah. optimizing the content for keywords and exactly. forgot about the direct idea. Exactly, yeah. So, so I think, yeah, go ahead. So how do you identify what's actually valuable for the audience? Okay, um, so what's valuable for any audience, right? right? is what they are trying to learn about for any given topic. So let's say an, let's say your audience is searching for um, um, something like how to create an e-commerce store, right? Value in that case for them is a guide that would help them to, to or teach them how to create an e-commerce store starting from um say um you know what tools to use to how to use the tools to common best practices they should they should you know keep at the back of their minds while they're building the e-commerce store um so it, it really depends on the topic right value really depends on the topic right so that, that's pretty much it and should you always involve subject matter experts when creating such content? No, I don't think so. Um, so there are some topics that are very basic level, right? Anyone can pretty much, um, you know, research something and then just create content around it. For instance, still, fo still following, still following uh, my last example, you know, about um, building an e-commerce store, right? You don't really need a subject matter expert to 
um, write a piece of content on what an e-commerce store. That's very basic, right? I can define what an, anyone can design, define what an e-commerce store is. But when you're talking about more high-level topics, so, so let's say you're talking about, um, okay, just high-level topics that, you know, most people will not just understand. It has a lot of nuances. It has, um, you know, it has, it requires specific expertise to create, right? Or, okay, I, I can think of a good example. I, I can think of a good example now. Um, we have a client in the solar space, right? They, um, they help um, solar contractors, you know, measure um, roofs, right? And patterns of roofs and, and stuff like that. And for some topics in that industry, you can't just, you know, research on your own and create content around them. But for many other topics, like say how to um, how to measure your roof, you most likely need an expert to contribute to that piece of content or to that topic, right? Because it's just very technical. The audience um, the audience are very experienced people. They are they've been doing roofs for many years, right? You can't just you may not be able to just go and research your way around that. You most likely need to talk to an SME, right? A subject matter expert who can, you know, contribute their world of experience into what you're writing, right? So, yeah. But do you think that yeah, the content that's created with subject matter experts is more valuable? Yes, I think. I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think in most cases, even even for the basic topics that I just you know talked about, even um, for something like what is an e-commerce store, there will always I think there would always be a difference between you know when um, a subject matter contri experts contribute contributes to something you're writing, and versus when they don't, right? No matter how basic the top the topic is, if um, because they will be speaking from experience. And you, you you know if you're just if you're a writer who is not involving them in, in your content, you would be speaking from research. So it's it becomes again a game of research versus experience, right? So yeah, I think I think the quality level is different for for each case. Yeah, like that's even the case when yeah reading case studies, like you can notice when it was written purely by a marketer and mm -hmm. when some yeah someone who was actually involved in the project was yeah. writing it it's a yeah. world of a difference yeah because they, they will be sharing real life examples they'll be sharing um they'll be sharing trends they've noticed in the industry because a lot of times they've been in the industry for for years right they've, they've seen trends rise and fall they've experienced this as opposed to a writer who's just or a marketer who's just coming in right and and they're trying to learn stuff that has been happening for years within just a few hours to, to create content right it's just like you said a world of difference between the two so yeah so do you think we should create content more for the yeah search engines to yeah first get found 
and then dive more deeply in yeah other articles. So let's say create that journey where we want people to go to, or should we just focus on that for leadership? So more niche topics that yeah get only the relevant people interested. Yeah. So I think I think this I think this is different for every business depending on their industry and what they are selling, right? There are some industries where your target customers aren't really searching for ways to do their jobs online, right? And this is what cre cre um, creates um, opportunities with content marketing when people are actually searching for how to do their jobs, basically. So uh, they want to search what's the best ways to do this and that, right? They're looking for different different ways to to eliminate a problem or um, do something better at their, at their at their jobs, right? But with some other industries or some other businesses, your target customers aren't really like that. Um, they are not necessarily going to Google to search for um, how to do their jobs. They they are just experts, right? A good example is um, the client I just mentioned earlier where their target customers don't really search that much, right? They are, they've been in that industry for so long. Um, they don't really need to search anything. And in that, but in that, in that case, what you would most likely need to um, do with, with content is create thought leadership content, right? They might not, they might not be going to Google, right? To search things, but they most likely would have a platform, a, social media um, channel that they hang around from time to time, right? Where they just discuss issues with their industry peers, right? Um, and so for that type of business, I, th I think focus more on thought leadership. But if your business is very search driven, right? Where let's say you are an email marketing platform, right? right you definitely need uh, to, to create content for search. If you are, you know all the examples, podcasting, right? For, uh, for a good example is this tool you're using for the podcast right now, Zencaster, right? They most likely need SEO content, right? So they need to rank their target customers are searching for things you know, around the business, around podcasting. So it's really very different for both. And it doesn't mean that Zencaster, you know, it doesn't mean they don't need thought leadership or subject matter expertise driven content. It's just um, they probably need um, search driven content more. They still need to build their brand. You get what I mean? They still need to build their brand. So they still need to create thought leadership content. They need to, um, you know, create content, partner with subject matter experts to create content, right? Um, that they Contents that they can use to build brand in on social channels, right? Um, but they need both. While for the other type of you know business that I mentioned, they probably don't need both as much as Zencaster does. They they need to focus more on thought leadership content. So, yeah, that's bottom line. It's different for every business. Yeah, but when it comes to thought leadership content, how do you make sure that yeah, the audience you want to reach actually sees it. Because producing content is one part. 
but then yeah distributing yeah. it to the relevant people can be more tricky yeah that's a great question so um what i found that businesses that produce totally acid contents do is is they use two um they use one or both of two strategies right it's either they are partnering with external subject matter experts you know industry influencers to create content right so you we all know our industry uh, we, we all know how influencer marketing works right so they partner with them um and then they get to be promoted to the audience of their you know the influencers they're partnering with or they just create their contents themselves and they distribute it via paid ads, right? So paid ads on LinkedIn or Twitter, right? Um, yeah, so those are the two um, distribution techniques that I see, you know, working a lot for businesses that focus on thought leadership content. How do you make sure that, yeah, the thought leadership content that you produce is actually authentic? And it's not copycat content. I think it's pretty easy. Um, if you've been in any space for any amount for any amount of time, you know you you tend to see um, what's popular in the space already. You tend to you tend to know know um, information that is already for lack of a better word, cliched, right? In marketing, for example, there's no need to come to LinkedIn, for instance, and you know, um, start trying to define what content marketing is. It's it's too basic for that audience, right? Um, so if you've been in any industry, and this is why subject matter experts are very important in any content marketing effort, right? Because, because they've been in any in that they've been in your industry for so long they can tell you when an idea is just basic knowledge for their audience right as opposed to a marketer who is just coming into the industry they've been there for maybe i don't know 10 20 years they know what 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 uh, what will be useful right for the audience right um so i think yeah that's one way to know um I think one other way you could know is um, conversations, you know, that topics that are coming up on, on sales calls, right? Sales calls, discovery calls, um, even, um, you know, conversations that are getting very popular in your industry on, on, um on linkedin on channels like linkedin or twitter or any other channel right for instance in content, content marketing a big debate right now is um gated versus ungated content right right if you can provide something if you can if you can provide um a unique perspective right on that topic you know you already know that the topic is um is is something that would help your audience determine whether or not to use. If you create content on gated versus on gated content now, right? You already know that topic is something that your audience is interested in right now, right? Let's say you're you're a content marketer, a content marketing agency. You're trying to um, 
you know get leads for your business using content right or you're trying to create awareness for your business using content you can talk about something like get a versus of the ungated content marketing and you know share your opinion about it share um just share, just share, share stuff that's helpful for people right and to just tie everything back to your question is the way you know that it's authentic is people are already talking about the topic whether they're talking to you privately you know during discovery calls they're already talking to you about let's say for example um for your content marketing agency for example i get on a call with a client and they're asking me about content marketing strategy for a um, real estate business right or they're asking me about um should they get their content should they get some of their content should they get all of their content those are like topics you already know that if and if these topics come up um more often than not then you know they're actually very important for your audience right already you know just through that alone you already know it's um it's something that will be useful for your um audience if you create content around it so in essence you have to pay attention to what's going on and be on top of the market and mm -hmm. yeah i would say yeah. consume content then gather those thoughts and come up with yeah. your own yeah definitely to also add to that i think um you know keyword research is it's a, it's it's um it's an age-old um tactic but it still works too right if you discover you know if you discover that a lot of your target customers are searching a keyword then maybe you should you want to create content around you know uh, around that so um you just have to make sure that and i think this is where i, I see many businesses getting seo wrong right is you have to make sure that the content you want to create for any keyword or you want to you, you want to make sure that any keyword you're targeting is something your target customers are actually searching so you know in every industry there are levels of audiences right there are beginners there are intermediate level people there are advanced level uh, professionals right if your target customers are advanced level professionals right right and you're targeting a keyword that you know only beginner level customers or beginner level audiences are looking for you're just going to be ranking for that you know keyword and you you probably will not be getting any business outcome you know from it just because you're not really targeted so so yeah i think you know keywords that have good search volume could be an indication as long as those keywords are searched by your target customers. Yeah, I think there can be an indication that, you, you know, something you're gonna write will, will do well. Like the problems I have with keyword research and SEO in general is that, yeah, most of the articles that you look at on the page one for, yeah, on Google for a specific keyword, all of them look almost identical. All of them have the same headings, they have the same answers. You can even see that most of them uh, have yeah, the same number of keywords included in the article, or roughly the same. But the idea of photo leadership 
is that nice thing that you really can stand out from the crowd. But you have to add that yeah, that unique perspective, even though you might not rank on the first, uh, yeah, in the top three, it's still good because uh, you are unique and you stand out from the rest. But Victor, let's say that uh, you are in a space that's really crowded and it's really hard to compete. So let's say it's in the cloud security space. Like there is tons of content around it. And if you want to yeah, be on the first page, it's extremely difficult. Like when you check SEMrush, all of the, yeah, the cure difficulty is almost always over 80%. And a new, yeah, a new business won't be able to compete with those things. Like they don't have that budget. And in that case, I, for example, I would go fully for on for leadership, get that, yeah, get that influence, get that brand exposure, and yeah, maybe help the CEO build new content, content that's yeah, trying to change the industry. Let's say. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense, and you, you see. I think we're on the same page, actually. So I think you just gave an example of what I was talking about, right? So it's you just gave a scenario of a business where um, you're a new business, you don't have a lot of budgets, right? And you are um, you're trying to outcompete some businesses that are already ranking, right? And so I think what you're essentially saying is going to another channel. Because if you want to use the same search, if you will, if you want to focus on search as a content distribution channel, then you know you probably will still have to create something that is similar to what's already there, right? Do you get what I'm saying? But in what you just said, right? It's you're looking for another channel where you can compete and you know get some market share. In, in, in the industry. Yeah. And how should you structure content that yeah breaks the status quo, let's say? Is there a framework or something like that that you someone could follow? Yeah, I think they would I think you I, I'm not sure you can re, it's like you can't really create create something out of nothing, right? So if the business already has a unique problem that um, they're solving, right? I think that would essentially form the central message you're pushing, you know, you know with your content, right? Um, and that's what I mean by you can't create something out of nothing, right? So it's the business or, or itself already must have a unique proposition they are bringing into the market, right? And then your content just follows that. A good example is Drift, for instance, when they came up with conversational marketing, right? Or, um, you know, was it Gong that came up with revenue intelligence? I'm not sure if business came up with revenue intelligence is. Yeah, so the business already has that um, unique perspective they're bringing into the market. And it just makes it a lot a lot easier for you as the you know, marketer to create content around that unique perspective. Right. So, yeah, I think I think that's really where the uniqueness of, um, you, you know, of brands come out a lot of times, you know, yeah. When it comes to creating such content, do you think it's possible to outsource it? Yeah, I think it's possible. I think 
what you just have to make sure of is you you don't want to outsource it completely like i said the business is coming with a unique perspective to the market right so um you are the one that has you as the business you have the that unique perspective your contractors or ghostwriters or agencies don't right so if you outsource your work completely to them then you know they are just going to end up creating copycat content but if you partner with them it's a different case than outsourcing it completely so let's say for instance when they're coming up with topics you know um you're telling them you know you're telling them the message you're trying to push right let's start from there and then when, when they are, when they start creating content on those topics right you you know you are available you know for them to you know tap from your perspective tap from your experience to create the content that they are pushing out right um for instance i don't know who came up with conversational marketing at drift right so let's say they are hiring um, an agency to create content for them i think it would be a mistake for them to say they just want to um, outsource conversational marketing to the content agency without you know without actually partnering and collaborating with them to create every single piece of content that they are pushing out right because how then does the agency know what experiences to share in the content what examples to share you know you as the business are the ones with all the experience you you have all the um, expertise you've been in the business for i don't know how long and then you're bringing that to the agency then you work together with them right, to create your content you get what i mean so in every so let's say um you're writing something on um, how to use content marketing, uh, sorry, how to use conversational marketing to um, grow a B2B business, right? You know, you should be working with the agency, giving them your definition of what conversational marketing is, how you think businesses should use it to impact revenue or improve revenue, right? then the agency can use all that information, right? And, you know, and their, their own know-how you know, uh, around marketing and creating content. Basically, using your experience and their marketing expertise, right, to create the content that really represents um, your ideas as a business. And Victor, what would you say, what's the biggest takeaway from today? work with subject matter expert. I think I think the internet you know um, for any given keyword or any such term there's a lot of copycat content out there and copycat content doesn't really it doesn't really cause any harm per se, right? For the audience because let's say you Google how to um, build an e-commerce store and all the content on page one you know, you know, looks the same um, in terms of the topics and the body of the content itself. It's still going to provide value to the searcher, right? It's still going to show them you know, how to build. But the only problem is with you, the brand, right? For you, the brand, you're not really standing out. You're not 
you're not introducing anything new, right? Um, it's, you're not really, if they read your content and they read, uh, let's say, content from three other brands, they won't remember you if you're not really sharing anything new, if you're not sharing um, original thoughts, right? Um, but if you introduce, you know, subject matter experts, you know, into your content, right? Subject matter expertise into your content, there, there is more opportunities for you to share original thoughts because these original thoughts we're talking about, they usually come from the subject matter experts, right? You can't really have original thoughts if you're if you if you're not if you've not really been in an industry for so long. You or you might have even been a marketer in an industry for very long, but you're not really practicing. You're just marketing, but you're not really practicing. You know, like the cyber security example you gave earlier. Um, there's a difference between a marketer who has been marketing cyber security products versus someone who um, who is a cyber security expert. There's usually there's usually that gap of um, knowledge between the two people you know and so i think yeah that's the biggest you know takeaway that i think people should um should have from this um, podcast is work with subject matter experts they improve your content by a lot um when your content yeah, shows a lot of subject matter expertise it builds trust with your audience uh, and you know that helps you know your business in general people buy from who they trust, right? So you build trust, you get more leads, you get more revenue. Um, you, you know, marketing is just easier for you when you're really, you know, showing that thought leadership. As I like to say, you don't really, you don't build thought leadership, you show thought leadership, right? You're a thought leader already in the market and then you're showing it to people. Awesome. Victor, it was great to have you. But please tell the audience where they can find you and how can you help them. Uh, so I'm on LinkedIn, Victor Judala. Um, my agency website is premiumcontentshop.com. We help um, B2B and SaaS businesses, you know, plan and create content that shows subject matter expertise um, and helps them generate leads. Um, and the way we do that, if I, if I can speak a bit more about that, the way we do that is essentially to um, partner with subject matter experts inside your company, right? So, for instance, you're 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 selling a cybersecurity product. We work with um, cybersecurity experts in your company to produce content that other cybersecurity experts in your market, you know, would want to consume right um yeah and we do that content in form of blog post mainly blog post um we also and we also help you distribute the content right through search or through paid ads and yeah that's pretty much it awesome i will leave the links in the comments so if someone wants to check out premium content shop just follow the description and yeah, Victor, thank you very much for being a guest on the show. Thanks, Felix. Nice to nice to be here.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Be a B2B Leader. If you liked this episode, make sure to leave a review in your favorite podcast app. Also, if there is something you would like to learn, let me know. After all, we are building a knowledge base for B2B.